Hello and welcome to the Ideology Podcast. I'm Dr. Tim Ziddle, at Dr. Tim Ziddle on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create informative and short episodes designed to make personal growth and development fun again so you can cut the learning curve and become the best version of yourself while creating success at any level. Here we go. For this episode, I can't think of a better title than The Choice is Yours. And one of the things I want to bring just a couple minutes of straight fire for you today is the fact that everything that we do, everything that we feel, everything that we experience in some way, shape or form comes back to a choice that you've made to see it that way, to experience that way, to feel that way. Whether it's disappointment, frustration, a negative slant in terms of your experience, your emotion, or whether it's joy, exuberance, enthusiasm, a positive slant, you made the choice somewhere and somehow to experience what you experience a certain way. And that choice is always yours. At best, our emotions, the way that we feel, the way that we experience things are a series of chemical reactions going on inside of us at any point in time. When you're feeling joy, you're experiencing a rush of serotonin, the happy hormone, along with many other things, right? This is why they've done so much research in the world of anxiety and depression on thinking that people had a serotonin deficiency, thinking that that happy hormone wasn't being produced enough or accepted enough by their body. And this is why people are sad and anxious and depressed. Now, we've seen more than enough research to counteract this effect. And maybe I'll do an episode in the future on the science behind how depression and anxiety is not a chemical imbalance. It's simply a nervous system that's not functioning properly. A brain and body that's disconnected. Eyes that aren't seeing the world the right way. And for some of you guys, you may hear these things and you may feel defensive. You may feel on edge and that's okay. You can make this mean whatever you want it to mean. And I say that with all the love in my heart. My whole heart is one of support for you, of love for you, of wanting you to see breakthroughs, of wanting you to to reach the next level. But if there's anything that I'm learning day after day after day from my mentors, Ronnie Doss, one of the smartest people I've ever been around, speaks so much life into me on a regular basis. He said, nothing is good or bad until you say it is. It's probably one of the most profound things. I'll repeat that. Nothing is good or bad until you decide that it is. What this means is if you look at everything with an open mind, if you're always open to a new perspective, a new way of experiencing even the same old situations, the same triggers that leave you going sideways, that leave you feeling um, all of these types of negative ways, but you look at it with an open mind, with the ability to say, how can I think about this differently in a way that I could pull something positive from it? How could I think about this in a way that would serve me to move forward rather than keep me locked in a place where I know that I'm less than my best? you will have the ability to step into a place where you are fully empowered. And that's the opposite side of the coin. Sure, you can sit here and hear this and you can think, oh, Tim doesn't understand what I'm going through. He doesn't know my external circumstances. He doesn't know the people in my life. He doesn't know my coworkers. He doesn't know my boss. And you're right, I don't. I don't know any of those things. Or you can sit here and say, man, what an incredible thought. That literally there is nobody to blame for anything negative that I feel. I'm choosing to feel that way. Even negative emotions. If you're determined 
to feel suck about something, right? You're going to feel that, right? We talked about that on the last episode. What's the difference between running a marathon for a cause that you decided you wanted to and running a marathon because you get forced to run a marathon, right? The whole attitude, the whole perspective, it's the same activity, but your whole brain changes around that idea because you decide how you feel about anything. So what if the next time you have an argument with a friend or family member or your spouse or loved one, what if instead of making that argument mean that that person doesn't care about you, that person doesn't see you, that person doesn't understand you, what if that argument was simply you guys trying to come together with your different lenses, with your different ways that you see the world, with your different perspectives, and you guys were working through that to find a solution? What if that's what the argument is about? Instead of sitting there and being anxious about the fact that you're at odds with someone, what if you looked at that as a way to constructively albeit maybe ten, with tension, constructively move to a different level in your relationship. Sure, it's going to take looking at it a different way. It's going to take experiencing it from a different perspective. But it can help you move towards a possible solution. What if that person that dumped you didn't dump you because the problem was with you? What if they dumped you because the problem was with them? What if, what if you looked at a situation with your boss where your boss is riding your butt? Maybe you're getting micromanaged. Maybe you're not fulfilled at work. You're not, you're not living out your purpose. And what if you looked at that and said, what is there that I can get excited about this job? What is there that I can connect with my boss about? What is the truth in what's being said to me? Or what can I do to make sure I'm getting less of that feedback? What if instead of it being all them-centered, instead of it being all in external environment, what if we made it all about how we're showing up? If you start asking the question, you hold yourself personally accountable to the things that you say that you want, you're going to see more of those good things show up. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. But with that comes the need to be able to take a step back when you get sideways, when you get triggered, to be able to have people in your life that can call you on the carpet, that can say, hey, you're triggered. You're sideways. What's going on? You have the ability to look at this from a different perspective, or you need to be able to have that internal conversation with yourself because with that, you get to step into a place of personal power to realize that nobody else gets to dictate the way that you show up in life. All those times that your parents disagreed with your decisions, all those times your parents, you weren't good enough for them or for your friends or for your boss. You weren't good enough for whoever, fill in the blank. What if that wasn't a problem with you? What if you were showing up with the best version of yourself? And they still had a problem with it. That problem is with someone else. We need to learn how to be okay with that. Now, from a recovering people pleaser like myself, there's nobody that understands the struggle to let someone else be at odds with you and be okay with that more than me. That is an area of tension that I struggle to live in. I struggle with that so hard. But I'm telling you right now, if you're able to step into a place where you realize that the more that you show up as the best version of yourself, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And if you're sitting here right now and the real problem is that you've decided from the very beginning, you decided that you're not good enough. You did it to yourself, right? Nobody's ever going to see you more valuable than you see you. So if you decided that you're not good enough, if you decided you're not confident enough, you decided you're not talented enough, you decided you're not fill in the blank enough, you're going to look for all the reasons why other people see those things in you. And in fact, you're going to create situations. Here's where it gets crazy. You're going to create situations so that other people will see you the way that you see you, just so you can be right about it. Now, for some of you guys, this might go right over your head. If so, I'm going to do some future episodes to break this down. But I'm just feeling this right now. I'm pondering this. I'm stuck on it. Stuck on this idea that everything that we do, good, bad, or ugly, in some way, shape, or form, comes back to the fact that I made a decision to see something a certain way. If I'm butthurt about something, if I'm triggered, if I'm sideways about any scenario, 
whether I, it was no fault of my own or whether it was due to my fault. I'm the one that decides whether I'm going to look at this good or I'm going to look at it bad. But the minute you assign that, it becomes final. What if the facts that we have aren't lining up with the meanings that we're placing on things? That's a conversation for a whole different time. But what I want to leave you with today is I want to leave you with the fact, this empowering idea that you can't be a victim anymore once you learn these things. You cannot play small when you realize that you can create whatever you want to create. And that's not a self-help thing. That's not a, 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 a an airy-fairy, you know, wishing the world, hopeless optimism type of idea. That is biologically, chemically, physically, mentally the truth. When you put your mind to something, you will manifest it. And one of the biggest reasons why you might be held back right now is not because you weren't talented enough. It's not because you, you don't work hard enough. It's not because you're not gifted enough. You're not a good enough speaker. You're not kind enough. You're not generous enough. Maybe the idea that you're not moving forward is because you've decided somewhere in your brain that success is more dangerous than staying comfortable. That what you need to do to break through to the next level, what you need to do to decide to put a better meaning on something, what you need to do to, to learn how to love your job and show up loving your job instead of showing up hating your job, maybe the biggest issue is just the way that you're looking at it and you haven't found the right perspective yet. Oh man, you can sit there and let that thing spin you in circles. You can sit there and get defeated. You can sit there and feel helpless or you can realize the exactly opposite is taking place and there's nobody to blame. There's no enemy. We don't always have to have a public enemy number one. You don't always have to have somebody to fight you. There's, there doesn't have to be a villain for every story, for every chapter of your story. What if you're just creating, 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 and everyone else is trying to do the same? We live in a world full of people who are creating, and instead of you making other people's creation mean something negative about you, you're simply focused on your creation. And when those things don't line up, you move in a different direction that allows you to get back to creating what you want more of. I'm going to leave you with that. I could go for hours talking on this topic, but this is rattling around in my brain. I had to share it with you. And uh, if you got thoughts, get at me, shoot me a message. I'd love to hear what you think, but a little fire for you today. I uh, hope this jazzy up, encourages you and gets you moving a little bit closer towards your goals. See you guys. You did it. You reached the end and hopefully you're one conversation, one episode closer to that breakthrough, to that success that you've been searching for. Again, you can like it, love it, share it, subscribe, whatever you want to do. I'm just grateful that you're here along for the ride and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.